You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm excited to have with me a firecracker of a woman. Her name is Gina Best, and she is an award-winning business owner, coach, speaker, and she this woman doesn't just get to the core. She like drills down to the core and like explodes it from within. So she's, she's got some energy behind her, some power that I think you're going to have a lot of fun listening to today. So join me in welcoming her to the show. Welcome, Gina. Thank you so much. And thank you for the opportunity of being here. Oh, absolutely. So, so we launch right in as always with what are your superpowers? What are my superpowers? I spent a lot of time thinking about this. My first one is I see things differently. Uh, I can see the core of somebody. I don't get bogged down by the details. So when I meet somebody, I can see past what they show others and see the real them. I had this image of you, you know, I was talking about kind of you drilled down and it really was this kind of igniting of like there's this rumbling that occurs as you like, you kind of go to that course, like, brrr, you know, and I could see you um, almost like, almost like you've got this like power drill, you know, you just go right down to the core and it's, um, it's really a, an interesting power to wield. What, how did you start to kind of come about that or how did that come up for you? I've always seen the world a little bit differently. I beat to my own drum. And what I realized a few years ago is that I used to just ignore what I saw and just kind of put my head down and go away. Um, and it didn't serve anybody. So when I decided to make some changes, I decided, you know what, I'm going to start calling things like it is. And that was never an issue with me. But when it came to people, I didn't have the softer side. I used to hide very big behind my personality and I was kind of bitchy. So it didn't really work back then because I came at people in the wrong way. Um, now I know that that's not how, not how it works. And once I started really being open to the other person, how they like to deal with people, how they see themselves, I realized that I could share what I saw. Cause a lot of people come to me, used to come to me and say, you know, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I want. I don't know how to get there. And then just having a conversation. Um, I had a client just about two years ago when he came and met me. I just, I saw who he was and he, I saw him like he is now, but no one else saw him that way. And in class one day, the girl next to him said, turned to him and said, you really are a jerk, aren't you? And he said, yep, I am. And I thought, no, 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 no. It's just, he didn't, it's, it's high, everybody hides behind so much and I can just see past that. And I realized that some people are not open to it at all and that's okay. I'm not the, the person for everybody. And some people are so open to it. They just want to stand next to me and say, look at me, look at me. Oh, that's such a great depiction. Of, um, I'm, I'm reflecting on, you know, I, I think you and I have some similar gifts and crossover and, and how those gifts work in it. And I love how you just described it because I went through a very similar process with mine, which was, you know, just assuming everybody wanted to know and then finding out maybe that's not the case and, um, and really learning to allow people to be where they're at. And one of the most beautiful bits of information I heard, it feels like it was here recently, was um, the idea that, you know, everyone's going to get there and it's just, we all get to choose our timing. And it was such a, like for, it felt like a, an, a, an invitation to exhale, you know, it was like, yeah. oh, 
okay, like I don't have to like go running around frantically like everybody wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, you know, let me tell you who you are, let me show you. And um, it was, it was, for whatever reason, you know how messages just kind of come to us when we're ready. It was, it was just a little nugget that I needed to go, okay, I get it. Like, and, and, and because it did feel like there was, and I, and I think a lot of us get caught up in, particularly in some of the more woo-woo circles around, you know, conspiracy theories or apocalyptic yeah. endings and stuff. And, and to really be able to relax into this notion that um, there, there's nothing to save, you know, it's just when people are ready, they're ready. And, and it's a, it, and that becomes a really beautiful exchange. And a big part of it for me was once I realized that I, once I was open and able to share myself, then others share with me. And that was a big mm. piece. I couldn't do that for a very, very long time. So of course people just came to me to fix things versus listening to them. But once I started opening up and sharing and I'm pretty much, it's funny. I used to say, I'm an open book. You just had to know the questions, mm. but now I'm just an open book. Like I'm a pretty big <laughs> sharer. And you know, sometimes I think, Oh, should I really be sharing this stuff? And then I get the emails and the, the messages from people mm. saying, you know what? Thank you for sharing. You've made my day. You know, you help us get through the day and little things like that. So it's about share. It's about sharing. It's about being able to hear and see what's not being said. Mm. Well, and even the journey to get there to where you can share that even with yourself, you um, know, and, and it's, you know, that, that to me is the, like, like, you know, it, it's one thing to, to know that you do this work in the world, but it's another to, to kind of come around to the realization of the real reason why most of us do this work in the world is because it is the solidification of everything that we worked to find out about ourselves. Yeah. And in the teaching of it and sharing of it, we really get to emulate it. Yeah. Um, and every time we share it, we heal ourselves. We hopefully mm -hmm. touch somebody, you know, and it was a long journey to get here and it was a rocky road at times yeah. and you know it still is a journey every day um but i wouldn't trade it for a moment mm, that's beautiful do you do you see um that being the way moving forward like or do you see people kind of getting there quicker or like like are you seeing things change a little bit now that you're on the other side of this journey um, yeah and, and helping I uh, there's a lot of seekers out there mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are looking for something and they don't know what it is. They try everything and then some to fix it um, or to find the solution and they sign up for things and do things and no one quite finishes things. And I remember this because this was me. Um, and sometimes when they get something that works, they run away because they're afraid. Mm -hmm. um, but there are a lot of seekers and it's really about connecting. It's truly about the right person. You know, there's a lot of amazing people out there who do, you know, who are kind of like me and we all have, you know, our own talents, but it's all about who you jive with, who you, mm -hmm. like my, my mentor up until I met him, I was, uh, I was a big runner. I would start something and when it got deep or got, it, it pushed me or challenged me, I would just walk away. I, well, I'd run away, mm -hmm. let's be honest, but he was different. He just worked for me. Um, and I really do believe that's kind of how the fit is. You know, people, sometimes people look at my marketing and, you know, I'm known as, you know, the no shit taker. Um, I'm known as a straight talker and I call it like it is. My girlfriend always says I blow things up and some people can't, are not okay with that. They're not the right, I'm not the right fit for some people. And see, people say to me, you know, shouldn't you tone down your marketing? And I'm like, no, 
No, because you know what? This, this really gives people the opportunity. This is me and this is how I work. And if I'm the right fit for you, great. If not, I will be the first one to say, let's find someone else who is the right fit for you. Because I can't be the one thing for everybody. Well, and, and I think what you're talking about is so incredibly powerful. And it's quite the um, counterintuitive kind of stance within business. You know, the idea to really, 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 really hone down and specialize in your specific niche, I think, is scary, you know, at the onset for a lot of people because it feels like they're locking themselves off to opportunity. And ironically, it's quite the opposite. Um, because when you water it down or try to cast this wide net, you're, you're not really serving yourself or anyone else very well. And it impacts the energetic output. And so um, it's, it's, I've, I've seen this over and over and over again. And, and I love how refreshing it is to, to, to just hear you say that you have the courage and, and the bravery to say, this is mine. That's not mine. Uh, that's a big part of the reason why superpower experts exist was because I found myself you know, without a lot of really good referral partners and without anyone to kind of hand people off to. So I would try to be everything to everyone. This was when I was doing my own um, intuitive coaching. And what I learned is in that collaboration, I'm able to go, hey, that's not my lane. Like I've got someone over here I am happy to connect you with and, and keeping everyone within the same kind of circle of trust um, has really proven to be a cool concept. Um, but, it, but I'll tell you, it's exactly what you're talking about that drove me to that. Yeah. And I mean, my will, I know what my wheelhouse is. Mm -hmm. And when it's, when I, you know, when it's things that venture outside, I'm the first one to say, okay, let's find someone who can help us with this. Yep. You know, a couple of weeks, beautiful. a couple of weeks ago, I had a colleague, we were going to work together and I remember forget it was Wednesday and I got off the phone and thought, Oh crap, we are a lot alike. And I don't <laughs> know how this is going to go. So the next day she called me and said, I love you. I think we're so much alike. I don't think this is going to work. And I said, you know, I don't really want to say I agree with you, but I agree with you. And I totally get it. And I got off the phone and had a little cry because I hate when people leave. Mm. And I called her back about 20 minutes later and said, you know what? There's not a hard feeling here at all. If you need anything, call me. Mm. And, you know, and, I, and you know what? So much integrity there. Like, she, she knew it. We are too much alike. Yeah. Right? So I really liked that. It was... It was another message that to be the whole, you know what, there's more than enough to go around. And if it's not the right fit, why try to fit around peg into a square hole? Mm -hmm. Well, and it's, and it's cool because that I, I, one of the things that I've challenged myself and others to do here recently is, is to see if we can't stay in what I call that synergistic collaboration and see if there's anything that grows between us, even if we are very similar. And so I have a lot of, uh, I call my little birthing projects, like going on all over the world right now with people that I've in, been introduced to through podcasts or people have connected us um, and just seeing what transpires. And at the very least, I think just what you're talking about, mutual love, mutual respect, um, support of each other, like that goes a really long way with all of us who do this work, because it is challenging at times. You know, it is, like you said before, beating to, to a different drum, you know, and, and, and having that whole um, support system um, is absolutely invaluable at this stage. Absolutely. I couldn't, couldn't do it without it. So I think, I think that, that all of that um, is, is just perfect. And, 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 and I'm really excited that we're seeing more and more of that. Um, but back to the question earlier, what, because I really have been kind of puzzling with this lately, and I feel like you'd be in, in, interesting to speak to about it, is 
Have you ever wondered, like, when we get to certain phases of our growth and we start seeing kind of more people who are seeking or um, maybe people who are going through it more expeditiously or, or whatever the part may be, do, do you think it's a situation where those people were always there, but yet we couldn't see them because of our development? Or do you really think that things are changing? I think it's both. Um, I think a big part of it is that we wear blinders. And until you, until you, I, I kind of believe that you hit a wall and you have to do something different. Uh, I'm not about right and wrong, I'm about different. And for myself, like I hit a wall and I knew something had to change and I had no idea what it was that I just started, I kind of lucked out and ended up where I was. I think that the there's always there's that underlying like I used to sit at the end of the day and watch the shadows go across my desk and think holy crap is this it you know and then I feel guilty because you know I had a great business I had a good husband I had kids I had lots of friends and I just thought oh my god is this all it is and I think that rumbling in people gets louder during different circumstances you know, and I, this morning I was at a networking meeting and I said to the, said to my group, you know, how many of you guys live with the what ifs? What if I had said yes? What if I had done differently? You know, enough of the what ifs. So I just think the grum, I think, it, I think globally it's changing and people are realizing that it just doesn't have to be tolerated. Life is not here to be tolerated. It's here to be lived. And I know in my world, so many lessons about how life short life is and and st that really hits home and mm -hmm. it seems to be more common than it used to be or you know what people talk about it more than they used to be mm -hmm. do you think that's you, a development thing or like a social media thing or what do you what do you attribute that to i think it, part of it's definitely social media you know like this morning i saw a social media post from a friend of mine and i knew that her sister had been quite ill so i called her and said are you okay and she said no and she passed away and I said, you know, we had a little chat. I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't mm. seen the post. And she didn't say anything about it. She just said that, you know, she was sad or something. So definitely there's a social media part, but it's twofold. Like a lot of people are using social media more and more. Um, and being, you know, I, I love the fact that people are being more and more honest about social media on social media. Like I'm pretty much out there when I say, you know, how, how I talk in real life, I'm on social media. Mm -hmm. um, but I think then the spinoff from that is the connection people make and then take on in person. What do you, you mean know? by that? Well, they, they, they see the thing on social media. Like my friend this morning, I saw that on social media. I didn't comment back to her on social media. I picked up the phone. Mm -hmm. right and called her so I think there's two sides that we're developing more and more relationships and the reach is very far with social media but it's also propelling more connection for some face-to-face -face. and mm. I find that the trend these days you know everybody's doing online courses and online this and online that but you know what when I coach with my clients I actually give them the option would you like to do Skype would you do like to do phone or do you want to do in person if you're local nine out of ten of them if they're local all my local clients come to my office they want to come in hmm. they want that connection that makes sense yeah you know I can see that yeah, and it's really important for them. And so, so globally, the social media, there's more information you have to digest every day.
day there's more you know more stories more everything but i do think people are craving the connection mm -hmm. and i think that's a global change that makes sense and and, and, I, and i think it really speaks to some of the phenomenon that we've discovered in the sense that it's you know the the virtual is absolutely necessary like our niche market is we're not all gathered in a geographic location anymore like it, it there's there's just not enough people acting completely divergently um, that, you know, so, so the international reach is really necessary and we do have this desire to connect, um, you know, more than just through that virtual yeah. space. And so I think that's why we're seeing more like even hangouts and stuff help video oh, yeah. helps. Um, but, but also, you know, we encourage all of our members that any, anytime they're in the same physical location to get together, cause that physical exchange is also very powerful, but not, feeling like we have to have just one or just the other. Yeah. And with the social media and all the technology, the world is a much smaller place. Mm -hmm. like I have a couple years ago, I met my best friend lives in Norway, he lives in Oslo. We met through business a couple years ago. We see each other in person anywhere from three to six times a year, but we talk every Sunday, mm. 11 o'clock every Sunday we talk. I like that. That's what technology has allowed. So that's yep. the most amazing part. So again, the social media and the technology feeds it, but then it's what you do for spin off. And I'm all about, like, I think the core of everything is relationships and developing relationships. I think that's one of the pieces we really need to keep an eye on with our younger people and our kids and, and the younger millennials, because they seem to forget that the connection is not the phone. You have to get past that. Um, so I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of face to face and fun things and, and, and just putting, even if it's a conversation, if you can't be in the same locale, sometimes to hear someone else's voice is huge. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. So what, what advice would you have for folks who are, you know, kind of starting off wanting to hone these powers and these abilities and move in the world in a different way? What, what would you offer them now? What would I offer them now? I'd ask my first question is what do you want? And I know people look at me and go, oh, I want a business. Oh, I want a successful business. What do you really want? Like, let's get to the, the, the bottom line. Like, really, what's in there? Is it do you want to be known for who you are? Like, I have one client, and he's not driven by money. He wants notoriety. Hmm. He wants to be known. So what is it? You know, where does it come from? I'm a big person about let's figure out why you do what you do or why you want to do what you do. Like, let's figure out your big why. Why do you get up in the morning? And then depending on what your business is, then we can actually mesh it in. So when you're out and about talking to people and creating the business that you want, you can say, you know what? The reason I do this is because when I was a kid, I saw my dad do a nine to five job and I didn't want that. Mm. I want freedom. So I'm a big person about your why. And if you can figure out your why, then everything can spawn from there. And then I'm a big, I'm a big, let's hit some, let's put some goalposts in place. So what do we want to do in the next six months? Let's reverse engineer it. Like, let's have a plan. The other thing that I see really well is systems. So I can go, mm, okay, we need to figure this out. But if you're just starting out, you know what, pick, first of all, pick a goal. What do you want to do the next three months? Do you want to increase your e-newsletter list 100 people? Okay, 
let's do that. How are we going to do it? Like, let's put some plans down, get up in the morning, you know, as much as I'm all about freedom and that's why I'm self-employed. I actually <laughs> had the dream a couple of weeks ago, Ooh, nine to five job. And I thought, Oh my God, I'd make an awful employee. Uh, <laughs> but I get up every morning and I have, you know, I have a daytimer still, even though I'm a technology girl and I write down, I, you know, I do a brainstorm. I write down the things I have to do today. These are the things I send out three something every day, three, 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 thank you cards, uh, a pitch for something, uh, ask if I can do something, even just a check-in. I always talk to at least three people every day. Hmm. And that makes, you know what, if you talk to people, if you really talk to people and pass the hello, how's your day, nice out there, if you can get past the, the BS conversations, you'll actually build your business. Beautiful. That's, I think that's fantastic advice. Um, and it, and it really does get at that connectivity piece. And I, I like that we just keep talking about going beyond, going beyond and, and not, not just, you know, if you really do want to create a life that's extraordinary for yourself, there, there is a bit of stretching beyond what looks normal, you know? Okay. And, and so having the courage to do that and following, you know, maybe taking a step in someone else's footprints and then taking a step in someone else's and just yeah. kind of, kind of hopscotching your way along, um, I think is a fantastic <laughs> approach. So really cool and solid advice there. Yeah. Um, I know our listeners are going to want to learn more about you. Where can we send them? You can send them to my website. And again, I'm blessed with a great name. My website is actually Gina.best. Just, <laughs> just like it is. And that's the <laughs> point on there is an email, my email address, also my phone number. You know, your listeners can absolutely send me a text, pick up the phone and call me, which is my favorite or send me an email. And I'd love to talk to any of them who would like to like more information. Oh, perfect. Well, very cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing some of your amazing energy with us. Thank you for having me. I feel very honored to be here. Oh, very cool. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. Thank you for listening. Until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers, and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.